We have all noticed signs of Christmas well before today. Perhaps we saw it in some public spaces. Perhaps we saw advertisements, blitzes really, for Christmas shopping online that started weeks ago. But I have come to the conclusion that the Christmas season is basically reduced to 24 hours. There's Christmas Eve that edges into the night, and we still have this notion that midnight of Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, is the, the pinnacle of Christmas. And that is then slowly followed by the first sliver of the light of dawn, and then the fullness of the light of day. And then, after some good food, we start to put it all away. Where does Christmas go? Now, I'm not pretending <laughs> to be the Grinch, but I am a liturgical being at heart. And I'm suggesting that the centuries-old liturgies of the Church that captured that condensed moment of time with the three liturgies of Christmas night, Christmas dawn, and Christmas day got it right. Scripture texts that accompany these three periods of time are some of the most familiar and meaningful for us as disciples of Jesus Christ. And I would further suggest that these three moments and their liturgical accompaniment give us an important glimpse of the whole of our life. And in an unexpected way, they became a lens through which to view the unfolding of our lives since last Christmas. Although Midnight Mass has fallen out of favor in many places and for many reasons, we still find ourselves embracing that early midnight called Christmas Eve. And there are customs associated with that Eve of Christmas as we waited and wait in the darkness of the night. And if we're honest with ourselves, as grown children, we still anticipate some gift-giving and receiving during the night. And then finally waking to the sliver of dawn and stumble into the fullness of the sun. I think it is this liturgical framework that has its echoes in the larger painting of life. The eve of Christmas still holds traces of Advent waiting and expectation. The assurance of the great prophets that there will be a remarkable intervention by God is still ours. And after all of these generations, we still wonder with Mary what all of this might mean. Did we not live 
through such anxiousness these past few months, did it not seem that we were keeping vigil for an angel to appear in whatever form our imagination could picture? And like the people of Israel and the shepherds and Mary and Joseph, we were not easily deterred from that hope, even in that eve time of darkness. We held on to a faith that there was a light sometime, somewhere, somehow, because there always had been. God does not forget, we told ourselves, and the light would be for all of us because we came to realize in these days that there was an all of us, and it was larger than we had ever thought. And yes, there was some fear as we watched and waited through the night, and we realized there was more than one kind of darkness, but we remembered that we are spiritual people, and we were sure that there were whispers of hope in the darkness, even though there was pain and loss and tears. But we wouldn't be stopped from reaching out and reaching within to care a little more, because God was in the stillness of life and death. For God had always been there. We believe that. And we wanted to believe it again. And we wanted to trust that faith. And many of us and others that we know kept vigil in the darkness, often at a distance with loved ones, with those who were suffering and those who were okay. And we zoomed our love, and we waved our care, and we promised our prayers, and we shared our smiles with the weirdest of emojis, because we just knew, we just knew that there would be a dawn for a new day, and it would bring us face to face with the sun. And then it dawned on us that yes, Christmas was about the sun, the incarnate son of God, the flesh and blood of God in our midst, and we would know that we had moved from darkness into light, as we had done so many times before, and we would again. And the fullness of that light sprung in the words out of the pages of Scripture to reassure us, as it always did, pushing back the darkness that had not overtaken us. And we could walk in the light of the ancient people of God and walk in the light of the Bethlehem star and walk in the light of a new hope that we could release 
into the corners of our world and into the thoughts and hearts of all the loved ones of our life. And we realized, did we not, that we had not lost the ability to recognize that light that we might describe as halos of light. They sprang up around us. Some of them involved us, and some of them, many of them came from others, some of whom were strangers. They were halos of light that people created and shared. Like the person that we know, kind of retired, who made hundreds of masks for hundreds of healthcare workers. Like those who stepped forward, many young people to bag groceries for thousands of families. Like those who created those amazing YouTube concerts that we so enjoyed. Like phone call trees that sprang from a sense of a real community like drive-by birthday parties and faith-sharing groups who gathered in garages and live-stream liturgies that weren't the same, but still they mattered and still we were fed. Halos of light appeared around the faces and bodies of people we didn't know around creatures and trees and gardens and sunsets that we might have missed and taken for granted. And now they were sacred. We remembered the little things, and they were holy. Seeing halos around and within people comes from living in anticipation of what mystery lies just beyond our reach, but not beyond our imagination. My friends, this happens when we leave room for the Christ child to be born in all the ends of people's lives, in all of the colors of complexion of our brothers and sisters, and in shelters like ours and unlike ours. It means seeing so much more than what's inside the frame of our own existence and cherishing the truth that we are not stuck in the evening of the day, nor alone in the dark, but called into the glorious light of Jesus Christ, the one the angel said is born today for you. But life is life, and from time to time our halos may fade a bit, leaving us to wonder and to wait in vigil again. But that's okay. The angel departed from Mary, leaving us pregnant with the glory of God 
with the promise of hope, with the strength of faith, and with the path of love, we have only begun to discover all over again. That is the gift of Christmas, and that is my prayer for you.